MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Christy. Hey, Will. How are you? I'm so good. I am really excited for today's episode. We laughed a lot. We did laugh a lot for today's episode. (laughs) We did. It is very funny. We went off on some crazy tangents, found out that I am absolutely best friends with Brad Pitt, and found out what it's like to be raised by a spy. Oh, yeah. not even a joke. The real-life KP is in the house, but it is Miley Flanagan. She is so talented. She's the voice of everything, uh, and also she's on that show. What's that show called? Television. Everything. She's on everything. Yes, she is the voice of Naruto and has been for 17 years. So yeah, wait till you hear this one. It's pretty amazing. I hear voices. Uh, Miley Flanagan! Woo! <laughs> Not to be confused with Miley Cyrus. Not at all. the strangest intro yelling kind of thing I've I ever like heard. It. it was great. You like it? I love I, it. I think it should be I screamed like at all, like the all the time. <laughs> all the time. All the time. Like, you know, you check in for a plane. Miley Flanagan! <laughs> okay, all right. Do you want a window seat? <laughs> We're moving you to the middle. Exactly. They the would never. Uh, with the all the work you've done, we all know that you are definitely group one in boarding on a plane. No. Let's be honest. Come no. on. No. No, come on. I don't fly first hardly ever. Really? You've no, been, you've done the same character for 17 years, and that's just one of the hundreds of characters that you've done. I guess I'd better call my agent. Get yeah, it. I'm <laughs> telling you. Wow. But I always get two tickets, business economy, or, you know, yeah. economy uh, plus. Okay, okay. Well, I think what? if it was just myself, I probably would fly. Okay. Or I'm really screwing up. <laughs> that's right, yeah, or, or we got to call you, because we, right? we share an agent, too, so we're going to have to call oh, and yeah. make sure. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Well, welcome to the show. Yes, thank you, thank you. I hear voices, as the logo says as behind the, you. As the giant neon sign behind you says. <laughs> this space is awesome. It's cool, oh, right? thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we are downtown LA, uh, for those of you who are not, you know, here. In downtown <laughs> You're actually sitting with <laughs> us right room. here. You're not actually here with us at the at this <laughs> Which is exact everybody. Which is everybody but here. the five of us in this room at this time. Thank you and, very much. And it, we, we've got this little like work play loft, yeah. you know, and it's kind of a really great space. Do you ever like crash down here? We're not, we're, we're not crashing together. No, we're, no. We're, we're he not. might crash if he ever gets in trouble with his wife. Right. And maybe he'll sure. have to stay happen. here. It's a little extra. It's a crash space. pad for anybody. If you need a crash pad. I may. This nice. is the crash I'm, pad. I might. I might. I might at that. I might today. <laughs> Where's the blanket? You are more than well. No, blankets are extra. Just like when you're in group two, boarding a plane, apparently. Yes. Oh my God. Do you remember their blankets? You, you used to get so oh, yeah. many amazing amenities on plane, right? It's like food. And now you're happy. You're yeah. If you, you even get uns- like a glass of water, you're and like the lucky. unsalted press- yeah. pretzels. You're just yeah. like, oh. can they be salted? Is that too much? 
So, and, and, you know, if we want to chat about what about the con circuit is, you know, so wonderful with you engaging with fans and, and like how, what brought you to the con circuit essentially? Well, you know, a couple of things. One, I didn't want to charge for stuff, so they'd have to get stipends and that limited my amount that I could do. And I also do like, or I used to anyway, 50% on camera, 50% voiceover. Sure. It's my career. So, you know, so it's hard to book out a lot like that and your agents get mad at you. Like literally there'll be like. You're leaving again? Yeah. You know, and I'm always like, you know, work will take precedent, you know, if we get something. But then I was on a Disney show called Lab Rats for five years on Yeah. Yep. And which I loved. And that just made it really hard to go to conventions. So that ended. Mm. And then, you know, Naruto took off. Like, I mean, it took off years ago, but it took off again. Really? Then, Why is that? I don't I know. I want to get into this whole thing. Yeah, because go for it. Have you noticed that there's something, because I, I'm i a huge animation nerd, which is what made us kind of start this podcast. We yeah. want to talk to all the best voices out there. So you've been playing the same character yeah. for, it's what, 17 years? Yeah, about 17. Yeah. About 17 I years. got it right before, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so years. have you noticed, because I've noticed that something about anime has exploded. Well, I'll tell you what. Like, so- after the pandemic, like we all thought we were a little bit more free <laughs> once you got the vaccine and all that. Right, so right. I went on a couple conventions where I saw you and all yeah. that. And the safe conventions, you know, yeah, where right, I have right. mass mandates and all that stuff. Right. And the plastic shield plastic in front of you shield and all that stuff. And, yeah. You know, you make sure I are always we get, are we not doing that now? There no, might be. We'll see what you, what the conventions okay. are doing. I think right. it's kind of up to us how you want to do it. Actually, you can sure. just ask for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you but can I also had okay. good helpers that would be like you can't come over. We have yeah. like a little sign. It's like, it goes over your nose and mouth. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you get a good <laughs> yeah. helper, they'll be like, nope, you can't come up. And yeah, it yeah, seems yeah. rude, but I'm like, I don't know. I have asthma. I don't want to get sick. Yeah. yeah. So we went and you and I, we saw each other. We figured it we out. We figured out it was Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people binged it because people had put it off because there are like 730 episodes in Naruto. And then like I'm doing the spinoff, which I just did episode 190 yesterday. Wow. So it just never ends. And, um, <laughs> which is great. Which but, is good. Yeah. Um, so people binged it. So now- 700 something episodes. Oh, over, the, over quarantine and, so, and everything? Yeah. And so yeah. now I have like basically three generations sometimes of people that are watching this show. Wow. And they'll come up and be like, I got my son into it. You know, he's- you know, whatever. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. Well, do me, take us back to the first time you ever heard about this project. Um, I don't remember my first audition, but it was when we had to go into the studio at our agency and sure. audition. And then I got a call back and I went to um, Studiopolis where they produced oh, it. Oh, sure. In Frank Zappa's old studio, wow. which for you old okay. people out there, uh, <laughs> not you guys, uh, <laughs> like that that's one of their spaces, which I thought was cool. Studiopolis and, uh, is a great place to record. So I went in and I, was in there with like people from Japan and Viz from, you know, San Francisco and, and then, uh, the Studiopolis crew and, you know, directing and Jamie Simone and all that. Yeah. And like, I was in there for like 40 minutes, just sweating, like, you know, cause it was like, there are like a lot of people out there and usually it's like us and like an engineer and yeah. a director. Yeah. So after 40 minutes I came out, I, you know, I was just sweating just profusely <laughs> and they had me do a lot of different scenes and a lot of different some different ages and different emotions. Okay. Funny, goofy stuff, really dramatic stuff. Come out. I said, Well, I hope I got the job. And Jamie's like, Oh, you got the job. And I was like, Why didn't you tell me 40 minutes ago? <laughs> that is very Jamie, though, isn't right? it? That is very Jamie. Now, so Jamie? I went home and I. Jamie's morning is a director. Okay, yeah. perfect. Like Lisa. Well, he, he's, yeah. he's actually he's the owner of the studio. Yeah. Yeah. But he will also be the kind of the head engineer of some of the stuff that's yeah. there. And then we'll direct certain series and things yeah. like that. Got too. it. So, yeah. Of studio, of yeah, Studiopolis. Yeah, I did Transformers yeah. and did some cool oh, stuff oh, yeah. that we, we've done for a long he's, time. He's too big oh. for us now. We don't, he <laughs> yeah. only comes in when somebody's sick or something, you know. Like, yeah. And they'll be like, Miley, I don't know. Do it the way you do it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's been a long time. I, okay. I think I got it. Uh, but anyway, then I went home and booked myself uh, tickets to New Orleans to celebrate my birthday. Well, that's all. So <laughs> yeah. now this is different than, say, so we, we've talked about this because we're trying to kind of teach people what it's like to do an animated series. Uh-huh. And this is a very different way of recording, isn't it? Because what you're doing is instead of going in and recording and then they're sending away your voice and they're animating to it, you're already seeing the animation because you're doing the English dub of a Japanese right. show, correct? Yeah. So the dubbing process is, for those of you that don't know, the director explains a little bit about what's going on in the scene. You never get your script beforehand. Um, you don't. You never get your script beforehand. No. Although since the pandemic, since I've recorded at home more, and you can bring in your own iPad if you go into the studio, they do send me the scripts, which I never read because I never have read them before. Because I'm. The, by the way, let's talk about this. I never ever. So for Kim Possible back in the day when we did the show, yeah, I did read a few, but. <laughs> 
I didn't read a ton of them before. Did you not? And okay. I got a little bit, um, I think I got in some hot water with Lisa, which we can. Well, yeah. I mean, again, we, you know, it's, you know, you, it's probably better to read. But again, there's, it's not like you're the only one that does it. We've, we've all worked with actors who you can tell, forget they haven't read the script. They don't even know what show they're doing. Right oh, now. yeah. And so it's, they get it, you, you get a nudge in the ribs and you look over and you go, no, that's you. It's like, oh, oh sorry. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that I was playing that part. So yeah. it happens where you're, there's actors oh. that certainly are not reading the material. Oh, my God. I auditioned for Shameless, which I did. I did six uh-huh. episodes of yeah. And uh, I got the script and, and I, I was like, oh, I guess I'm Fiona. <laughs> like, oh, I had never seen this show because I didn't have Showtime. So I was like, and then I was like, I better look, I kind of should look this up. Like, should I was, at least research, should I Wikipedia yeah. this maybe yeah. before I go in? And then I really, I was like, oh yeah, Fiona's like the lead. Like it's Emmy Ross. <laughs> anyway, uh, but back to the thing about reading scripts. I always yeah. do read them for original animation, but the sure. only anime I do is Naruto. So okay. people ask me about anime. I'm like, ah. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, right. You, I know you, my show. Right. But, well, you're the lead in one of the most popular yeah. animes of all time. So, so the way it works is you're by yourself and you have a director and engineer. Sometimes now they're the same person. Yeah. And uh, you, they tell you where you were, or what part of the series or what just happened. Then you watch the scene and then they play it back you hear three beeps and where the imaginary fourth beep is is where you start talking mm. so it's like cold reading you know you got to look up and down uh adjust it we adjust it a lot, a lot of times you know? well that's the thing you're translating from japanese into english and the translations don't always fit i mean they flat right. out don't always fit so i i noticed do you notice that you spend a lot more time kind of waiting around for rewrites uh, when you're doing the dubbing. No, I really? mean, like, okay. we're so in sync right now. They've like, got it down. Uh, like, they've got it. I mean, at least the at people that I work with. And, yeah. and um, again, I don't do any other animation. And I don't do, like, there's a lot of really cheap anime out there. Like, yeah. They don't pay people well. They don't pay the writers well. They don't pay yeah. the actors well. And you can kind of hear it. But in Naruto, it, I think it really started a whole thing to make it uh, sound more real and less kind of, I think people think anime is like, Yes, I'll go to the store. Yeah, you know? and yeah, and we Americanized it, it yeah. on purpose, and we don't roll our R's, you know, like Naruto, like we don't. Right. It's like Naruto, right? Um, and stuff like that. And we speak, you know, I can tell when there's a new writer because there has really? been a new writer the last couple episodes of Boruto, which is the spinoff, and I'm like, that's never gonna fit. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> you know, and you just know going in, that's I, never, we just not know. a chance. And yeah. they're like, yeah, it's not gonna fit. Yeah, and then you're just like, okay, let's take the that out and say every day instead of like some, you know, some other day or right. whatever. So, is there sort of like a uh, when it comes to these new people kind of coming into the creative process, mm-hmm. do they give you like the privilege of of saying, well, I would defer to you because you know how? Yeah, you've do been it. here forever, so not in the writing. I don't have anything to do with it, but you know, I'll just suggest something, and then <laughs> you know, Susie, who's currently directing a lot of it, and Ryan, they they're like, okay, yeah, they're like. I'll say, what if I say, like, that's going to be my world instead of, you know, yeah. I hope that's going to be my world. Right. <laughs> you know, right. like, that's, okay, well, why, don't, why, why don't I just say that's going to be my world? Yeah. But you also see all these little tricks that, that people put in to ma- match the lip flaps. Yeah. Like, that is a word that's always in there unnecessarily. Like, I hope that we can go there someday. And it's like, how about, I hope we can go there someday. <laughs> yeah, right. Because right, right. it's all the mouth yeah. flaps and everything going on. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, because Japanese people talk really fast. Yeah. So there's a lot of uhs, um, uh, huh, mm. <laughs> just wait, just basically vamping for time is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So you you know it's not silent on screen. Like every time in anime. <laughs> oh, I like a giggle. <laughs> I like that giggle. Every time in anime, anyone gets up off a chair, it's like. Ugh. It's like, you can't you just don't get do it. that. Really. <laughs> He's twelve years old. <laughs> like, what does he have? Arthritis? I mean, it's just like. Ah. Mm. <laughs> there's a lot of that too. Because mm. it's just you can't mm. have silence. Apparently not. Wow. <laughs> I guess not. There is so it's like so essentially it it seems like it's one because we were learning a, a little bit about the ADR process. It seems yeah. like it's more you're ADRing an entire show as yeah. opposed to Ooh, yeah, recording. Wow. Yeah. Is you know is there one you prefer? Like mean, do you no. pro- but you know <laughs> so like meaning like uh, dubbing as opposed to original. Uh, original is there a process you like better? Yeah, original. Yeah, because they match you and you get a little more creativity. But I will say with Naruto, like you make it your own, and yeah. that's why Naruto is good, right? Yeah. Because we have great actors, great directors. Mary Elizabeth McGlynn was our director for a long time. Mary Elizabeth is one of my closest friends. Yeah, yeah. and uh, mine too. Yeah, she deserved it. She did. She and Where she took she? that guy with her. They moved to Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, okay. and they're yeah. thriving. Yeah. 
Every she's time I see D&D pictures, yeah. I'm going to kill them. She's my DM. Our, <laughs> our characters are married and have children in Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah, Mary, congrats on that. Thank you. Mary and I have been together for a long time. Love Mary. Love Mary. Yeah. My Do you D&D play sister. D&D? No. Okay. I should have because those guys made a killing. Oh, a Critical Role gang? Yeah, they're doing pretty well. You're like, aren't you they? play? I'm like, no, nah, I don't. No, I'm like, wait. <laughs> yeah, the critical Role gang are Millionaire? doing pretty well over there. Yeah. Oh, Mary. God, I love Mary. Mary and I came, we both learned to play on Critical Role. Oh, really? So, and then had our home game. Yeah, with Steve and everybody else. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 it was great. Yeah, anyway, we went off on a tangent. So, because uh, I hear Mary and I. Yeah. I get all. He I get smiled. all. Smiled. Everybody get all does. They all fall in love with her. She's there's no. Mary's one of those people. Nobody's ever been like. You know who I really don't like? Mary McGlynn. Yeah, I've like, never, that has never, never been heard of. That has never. And been she's a thing. another director. Yeah. Yeah. So there's not she a female director. And she still she's does an a actor. Bit. Yep. She's an actor still. Oh, she's an actor. Yep. Great. She's okay. an actor still, but she does a lot. Of, a lot of directing. She did a lot of um, Tangled, like Tangled big Disney stuff. And yeah, a lot of lot of very big. Actually, two. I read. She She's done a bunch of stuff. Yes. She today. She was nominated for an Emmy last year. Today that she came out with two. Narwhal is one of them. I auditioned for like five oh, parts. Oh, not quite Narwhal. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, had, I actually did audition for a few of those. Yeah, too. like you kept getting it, and you're like, "What's a narwhal?" Yeah, well, no, there's another narwhal, right? I do know what the narwhal series is. Do you want to know why? Because I read it to my kids all the time. Oh, okay. do you? So it's a kids oh, yeah. series. This it's is for kids. It's book. like little. Yes, babies. I'm yeah, learning, we're learning so much. I'm learning so narwhal. much about sitting next to everybody. Like, well, I'll be like, "That's not a thing." She's like, "Not a thing." There's eight trillion <laughs> followers, and it's for kids four and under. We're like, talking okay. about Coco Melon. Yeah, Coco Melon oh, was another yeah. one. Did you know, Coco I don't know. I didn't either. <laughs> I don't and know. It has, it has over 121 billion views. Yeah, you're kidding. No, Wait, we actually are big on nerddoms on here. Yeah. I hear voices. Do you have any nerddoms? If anime well, is not maybe the most applicable. Uh, Law and Order SVU. Oh, is SVU is your jam? I have jam, my master's huh? degree in it, I think. Do you really? Maybe <gasps> PhD by now. So uh, do, do you consider it two different shows uh, for when before Stabler left and after Stabler left? Because uh, I do. After season 12, I, it's kind of downhill for Stabler me. Stabler is oh, that guy, downhill. right? That it's actor downhill a little from bit From Oz, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. yeah. Chris Maloney. I Chris met Maloney. him. You met Maloney? I did the whole fangirl I'm too. a big fan of Chris Maloney. Yeah. I love I met SVU. him at a, an after party for, uh, what was it, my friend's movie. Anyway, have but, you ever done? Did you do an SVU? Have you ever done an SVU? Uh, no, I'd retire if I did it. I'd be like, "This is it." I did a regular I've Law done and Order. What I can do. I did an old school regular Law and Order when I was fifteen. I remember you. Back. Okay, I do like oh. the old school Law and Orders, and I still watch them. Lisa's like, my wife. She's like, "What are you watching?" She's watching some weird French movie. You know, I'm like, uh, Law and Order. Yeah, <laughs> of course. And she, there's a running stupid, very stupid joke, very stupid joke. She's like. What's this show about? <laughs> and I'm like, it's a procedural cop drama. And First then, they arrest the people. Yeah. And then they go through the yeah. law the order process. And then, ding, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> and then uh I got I did an episode of the Mindy project. Yeah. Uh-huh. On camera. And so I was with Mindy on a plane, right? There was the guy, actually the guy that was the writer of the episode was here. I was in the middle, and then it was Mindy by the window in the plane. And um, so <laughs> I can't believe I got to do this. So I was this really annoying character, like really <laughs> sweet and annoying. My friend Mary Shear calls the parts that I play on camera, especially lovable losers. Aww. And I always get cast to that, like really <laughs> annoying, but like you can't be mean to them, but you're just like, get out, get out of here. So I, so in the script, Law and Order comes on, and she's watching it and I go, what's that show? <laughs> no, you get to, oh, the person on the plane that you now have yeah. to explain what Law and Order is. And she's like, what? And I'm like, Oh wow, that looks interesting. You know, they're just wow. like, oh my god. Uh, now, at so, one point, I thought I actually was because then they were like, just do whatever you want, right? Yeah. Improvise, and I did, and I actually thought I was annoying her. <laughs> With a the yell, then you're in character. Yeah. It's perfect. When they yelled cut, I was like, am I actually annoying you? She's like, no, you're hilarious. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, do you prefer SVU to regular Law and Order? Yeah. Okay. Although the old school Law and Order, you can't really beat that. Okay, I'm just checking because yeah, yeah I do prefer it. I think really well. I love Mariska Hargitay. I don't know why they all aren't nominated for Emmys all the time, aren't they? they? Don't they all have no. like eight? They're like Andrea Romano, where they no. just have nine thousand Emmys somewhere. <laughs> she's in like the house. twenty. Yeah, I, it's a, they're all dressed in Barbie clothes. I, I don't think. I think she's like one of the only ones that got nominated. It was like a Golden Globe. Really, they That's are never it? nominated. Hmm. Okay, who is your favorite uh, Mariska Hargitay partner? I'm sorry, we're off on a whole t- thing here, but no, I, I actually no am tracking because I do. I, I've lived. We've all lived lives yeah. knowing these people. So who? Yeah. I mean, if uh, Stabler. Okay, we should probably get back to. Uh, I'm sorry, that's our SVU tent. So what was it like to watch SVU? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> let's talk very quickly. You've had uh, a p- pretty remarkable uh, upbringing, like just the places in the world you've very been cool. and lived is yeah. pretty. And amazing. apparently, you speak German. 
Apparently, yeah. Sprecher Deutsch. Not very well anymore. No, My vocabulary is... <laughs> so I was born in Hawaii, moved to Florida just for like a year. Moved back to Hawaii, moved to Bangkok, moved to Nuremberg, moved to Munich, went to college in Boston, and- went back and forth. Then I moved to... Well, I lived on my sister's <laughs> pull-out chair in D.C. for like a year. And then I moved to Minneapolis because I formed a, our old improv company from college. I said, let's redo this. Um, that's another story. but Because I was waiting to be a spy because I had applied to be a spy. Because my dad was a spy, so I was just waiting for an assignment. Your we dad need to was back a it spy. Up. You <laughs> We're cannot going through just this throw that out there very and fast. run it's by impossible. that. <laughs> you are, Your dad was be, a spy. Miley, yeah. you have red hair and green eyes. I actually, And you actually are kind of wearing... I think she might be the real life She's Kim Possible. She's the real Kim Possible. I, I, oh, maybe. At, I mean... This, this is you. I'm not that skinny. And you're from a spy family. I mean, I'm not the skinny. Disney, the Disney family. I would never wear those pants. So I guess the most important thing is... Your dad was a spy. Well, like she's actually legit a real life KP. I love yes. this. Like actually a spy. Yes. He was in counterintelligence. Um so cool. So anyway. And that's why you lived in all those locations? That's right. Yeah. And he, he was able constantly. to have a family? Huh? He was able to have a family. Yeah, we didn't know much. Uh, okay. I was gonna say, did you know that your dad was a spy or is it well, like I wanna figure it out? I work for the Acme Thai company. <laughs> well, if you figure it out, he's not a very good spy. No, <laughs> he's he's passed. So I can say this now. Um, and also like <laughs> my brother and I were home in Munich for like Christmas break and um, we sat down at the kitchen table and we were waiting to go out Saturday night, go downtown to the beer halls. And, uh, you know, we take the train with our buddies. And like my dad says, well, I have something to tell you. And he had this big Boston accent. And you were gr- grown at this point. Yeah, I was 20. My brother's okay. like 19. And so he's like, I <laughs> am the chief of intelligence for Western Europe. And we were like... What? What? <laughs> and then we're like, no, you're not. Like literally, no, you're not. What did you think? And then he did? my dad goes, Winnie, tell them. Like he had to have my mother. He's like, Winnie, come on, come on, help me out. He's like, yes, he is. Yes, he is. Uh, what did you think he did? I knew he's in intelligence. Oh, our, but you didn't know he was the chief of the West, uh, counterintelligence for Western Europe during the Cold War. During the Cold War, <laughs> kind of an important. During, uh, we yeah. had two phones in our house at that point. One phone you couldn't knock off the handle because if you knocked off the handle, the SWAT team would come surround our house. Wow! Wow! Yeah, so. Very so similar. Meant, to let's my leave it at that. We were teenagers, so wow. It was like Did that ever happen? A delicate move. No, okay. of course it didn't. Did okay. You don't know if they say don't push this red <laughs> she button. She's you teenager. don't push the red button. She followed it up with "We were teenagers," and but I know I'm my we, punk. We might have come in late. Uh, time or two and like you know it's just like go buy the red phone i think it's a re- yeah it was a red phone oh my so gosh. then how do you how do you get from wanting to follow in your father's footsteps from being a spy to being the voice of an anime character for 17 years how does that pass practice and, practice practice exactly <laughs> yes fold out chairs well no, uh, <laughs> how, improv, do, how do you get groups. i mean how do you get there well so we had a comedy group in, in Boston College where I went to college. And my we were family, re- too. A co- good number of my family went to BC. Oh, really? Yep. BC's uh, We'll have school. to find out what years. It is a good school. Yeah. It, it is good for acting now, but it wasn't really known for acting. Okay. And nice. I wasn't... I did the comedy improv comedy group there. And um, we were really good. And I was waiting to go to language school in Monterey, probably. Okay. They taught me a fake language for my testing. Yeah. And then you have to test and you... Did you ever do that? It's so cool. Well, I know somebody who has yeah. done that. Yeah. So they teach, they, you, they teach you a fake language? Yeah. yeah, to see your aptitude at for learning lang- languages fast yeah. in a military grade level. Yeah. That's right. Why not teach you a real language? Because then? then they send you to language school. So that you can pick which language oh, do you pick or they pick for you think, based on where they want to distribute you. I think you. mine wow. would have been Farsi or one of those. Sure. Because yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. when I was a kid, I spoke a little bit of Thai. spoke some German. I was going to say, you yeah. In, I so, speak a little Spanish. So you were actually in the CIA program no or no like- i just applied went through all the steps they interviewed okay. all my college roommates about everything wow sure. uh, they tried to track down old neighbors but that's impossible especially because you moved a lot yeah that's yeah. yeah yeah but why didn't they just talk to your dad <laughs> oh i'm sure they did. i'm sure I'm, they well did. i mean yeah. i'm sure that's how i got the application yeah got it. but anyway so i said to my friends who are a year behind me hey let's go to the cape and do comedy because it'll be fun the Cape, like Cape, um, Cape Cod. Cape Cod. Yes. Cape Cod. Right off so 3A. They, right off the 3A. The old yeah. summer yeah. stock yeah. theaters yeah. and all that. Yeah. We did mostly bars, but, um, and some <laughs> theaters or halls or whatever. We mostly yeah. performed for food, to be honest. So, 
I, I found a house. Uh, we got together. We performed. We all found dumb jobs. I worked in a nursing home where I graduated from making sandwiches on Saturdays to bathing the patients. Uh, <laughs> not, Did not you eat promotion. the sandwiches, though? Because oh, yeah, they were Of course, food. I was starving. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'd perform at night and sit on the beach all day if we weren't working. So at the end of that summer, we were like, we're really good. And I said, I think we're really good. I think we should keep going. And they said, they said okay, where should we go? Like Chicago, we're like, ah, that's too saturated. And Tom McCarthy was from New York. You know, Tom, he won the Oscar for Spotlight. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, he was on Law & Order two different times. I'm sure. As two different people. A regular Law & Order He's a repeater. SVU. SVU. Okay. So anyway, getting back to it, we formed it. We said, let's go. One of my buddies, Wayne Wilderson, another actor, he's like, you know, we should go to Minneapolis because it's a really artistic town. My parents live there. They'll help us out. We said, okay, we'll meet you in Minneapolis. And two of the Midwesterners were like, we'll go find a place, a house. So we said, all right, we'll move in September 1st. And then we're like, all right, we had to put it off to, we moved in on Halloween. Okay. So we all lived in a house together. And then we went out and we just booked a theater. We all got jobs within a week, waitering, whatever. And temp jobs, waitering. And then um, we started performing. And that's how I became an actor. And I said, I'm not going to be a spy anymore. Which killed me. My parents were very upset. Yeah. Yeah. But um, you must have been a little relieved. But it also also just shows you how, how, what people think of acting. Where they're like, really? You'd rather? Yeah. It's like, acting so bad, we'd rather have you be a spy. No, being a spy is cool. I, well, it's cool, but I mean, most people would be like, yeah, that's not a growth industry, being a spy. Like, come oh, on. Oh, it totally is. How many people were in your... <laughs> it totally is. How many people were in your troupe? How many people? Uh, so we didn't move with all of them, but um, Nancy Carell, you know that okay. last name? Sure. Married to Steve. Yeah. Wayne Wilderson, myself, Kevin Capick, Andrea Hutchman, um, Peter Savetta. He came a little later because he was a year behind us. And then for a while, we had like Pat Emerton in it for a while. And then- um, These are all big, you know, people who have gone on- Some are, yeah. yeah. Some yeah. Oscar winners. Yeah. That's you know, amazing. No big deal. Wayne Wilderson's a huge yeah. actor, African-American guy that, if you see his face, you'll know yeah. him. Or if you don't know him. Yeah. Um, what was the name of your troupe? Well, we want to spin off uh, My Mother's Fleabag, which is, so we named it Every, Every Mother's Nightmare. Okay. Yeah. And we did that for a while. And then we all eventually, you know- Kind of broke up and once you guys got to California, you feel like no, you no, guys we were in Minneapolis, still in Minneapolis, living yeah. in the same house, which is like after it's like a, a while of that reality house. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. next yeah. door was like the Jayhawks and Soul Asylum. They all lived in the music house. We okay, were like the comedy house. You were next to Soul Asylum. Oh yeah, wow. Dave Perner the in whole Minneapolis, thing. which by the way, I actually on a con circuit. I think I've been to Minneapolis. I was just there. Yeah, not that long. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh no, it's very, it's a hip. It's a hip kind it's of. It's a great theater town. Yeah. I did stand up there and all that stuff. And, yeah. And then I auditioned for Children's Theater Company, which is like a Broadway house there, and I I got the lead role of Bilbo Baggins, and so I played the Hobbit, and I used a funny voice. You want to hear it? Yes. Yeah. Um. Uh. Adventures, oh my, dear me. I'm no use at all for adventures. Nasty, disturbing, uh, ugly stuff. Or something like that. I, I love it. See, that was great, though. That's amazing. So then uh, they all moved, a bunch of them to Chicago, and then Tom went to Yale, and Nancy went to Chicago, met Steve. Yale, come on. Yale, whatever. Come on. And then I stayed, and then I did everything I could do there, and I always knew I wanted to come out here, so yeah. I moved out here. Okay, what? so you just jumped right into Bilbo Baggins' voice, which, which is a nice segue to... <laughs> Uh, when we talk about I hear voices, how do you come up with the voices that you, that you use? Are, um, do they come to you instantly? Is it something that you work with? Is it something that you... Is it something that you always utilize too as sort of a talent of yours when approaching improv and stuff like that? Well, I think I learned how to do different voices through improv. Okay. You know, and when people ask me, and I teach sometimes, teach college sometimes, and uh, I just say, you know, listen to the people around you. Like, you know, the first voices I ever did, actually... Bilbo Baggins is kind of based on my best friend from high school's father. Okay. Huh. And we'd be playing, she'd be playing piano and we'd be singing really obnoxiously. We'd like, I can't say what he would say, but he would be like, stop playing that piano. It was like, he had kind of a weird voice, but very Chicago-y. Yeah. So I kind of interpreted that, twisted it. Um, and then one of the voices that I used to do old women was when I worked at that nursing home, there was this woman named Annabelle and she was like 94 and I had to help get him in the shower and out. She's like, Oh, you're awful. Where did they get you? Oh, oh and every day she amazing. would just sit on the porch and get everybody down, on, like Debbie Downer. She's like, oh, the weather, it's so horrible. Or like, oh, it's too hot. 
so hot. I hate it. You know, and it was like, she's this old Yankee, like, you know, that, and so then I got uh, an old lady voice that I would do with my mother, you know, who had a Boston accent, even though we lived Look at overseas that. for 20 years, oh you know. Oh my God. So that's, I mean, that's really. It's like it you become completely different but people. But that's, it's also it's some, some great advice that you get from a teacher when you sit down. Listen to the people around you. Well, All, I listen to everybody out there who wants to be a voiceover actor. That is some amazing advice you'll get. Listen to the people around you. Yeah. And don't listen to other actors. Like, don't do another actor doing a voice. Like, I wouldn't do you doing your character, you doing your character. Like, I, I have to pound that into the college kids' heads sometimes because I'll be like, don't do, like, uh, Kate McKinnon doing Hillary Clinton. Do Hillary Clinton. Right. 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 You know? right. Don't do an impression That's of an impression. But a lot smart. of people try and they do what they see on Saturday Night Live. And right. I'm like, no, go to the source. I'm Dana Carvey doing, and it's like, no, that's not what yeah, you're supposed to do. Yeah, and they'll say it. Oh. And I'm like, well, stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be Dana. Right. <laughs> you know. That's great. But I also want to point out that, Miley, you have a really great memory. It's something that I rem- I noticed. Didn't you just say that? Oh, geez. Oh, no, I'm kidding. See, <laughs> okay. that was the joke. I know, oh, because I have mom hilarious. brain. She is the one. Oh, I God, have mom the gullibility brain. is so wonderful. I could play all day with her. Are you going to cry now? It's so Heck fun. no. It's I'm not going to. But you ever, would you? Mom brain you? is hereditary. That's the thing they've proven. What? Stop it. Stop it. Stop it now. <laughs> Get her to believe anything. Stop it's it. Actually, I almost stop believe it. that. So. Save me. I'm blinking. I'm blinking. I, I, I don't know. Actually, they say by eating raw what giraffe, you can, can get just, rid of that. I, I didn't even know how to get, get out of this building. <laughs> um, Miley, what I noticed is when she came in, she mentioned something too about Germany and, yeah. and uh, oh, actually it was Salt Lake City and you're like, no, it's not Salt Lake City. It was this other place. You have a really good uh, memory. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? My dad was a spy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you're right. It is Let's genetic. Because yeah. you right. can't write. I mean, again, right. I'm, I'm guessing well, the one thing they say about spies is you don't write anything down. It's like, oh, it's no, in my your dad head. taught me that right away. Yeah. I mean, he really did. And actually. also, so if you did have a knack, not only just the memory bank thing and a knack for languages, mm-hmm. like Willith over I'll here, <laughs> William, Sir William over here. Oh, I love how you just knighted me. <laughs> I think that's wonderful. And from now on, I should be Sir William. Thank Sir you. William. You could play that. <laughs> so remember how sometimes we talk? <laughs> and we said, we've said on other episodes, like I'm a, I've, I have a singing background. My background was like voice, you know, oh, yeah. singing in Broadway and all that stuff. Were and you on Broadway? I, yes. Yes? I did, a, I did a show called Parade. I, yeah, I know that show. I was the original Mary Fagan when I was what? like 14. And then I did- Oh, you're one of those. What yeah. do you mean? What? Yes. what does that mean? I don't know. Whenever I meet people like you in a session, I'm like, whoa. Uh, yeah. Oh, thank she's that, you. She's that, I'm just impressed. I am a nerdy theater kid, though. That is true. theater kid, she is. Okay. I really am. But at the heart of it, like I yeah. really am. That's my nerd. But then you were also Belle. nerddoms. So then after Disney, I, I went back to theater and did Belle. But my, my sort of way into- understanding being a voice actor was through song and through pitching uh-huh. my voice and trying to utilize it in different ways. And and that was kind of my way into it. So yeah. I just find it interesting that her understanding and ability to grasp the, the art of learning a language. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's it is like, a musicality thing, too. Yeah. Okay. I like, so too. I mean, and, I, I'm yeah. not a singer, even though I've sung on two theme songs and, and a bunch of cartoons. And I'm like, okay, you want you to pay me for this? Which ones? The Naruto one, no? I don't know. Uh, no, no. Okay. Um, those are Japanese people that sing it. I went up to them once at a convention. They were there. And I said, oh, you guys are the guy. They're like four to five different themes. But you got to meet the actual. The- yeah, here's okay. how it went. Okay, we're back. Cool. Backstage. I don't think it went well. At a huge convention. <laughs> <laughs> and their translator was there, but I don't know if she was translating or what. And like they're, we're drinking coffee or something. And I, and I went up and said, you guys sing that, the theme song from Naruto. I'm Naruto. I play Naruto, the English Naruto. And they're like, <laughs> and that was it. That was, oh, that was the interaction. Geez. Oh, jeez. Like, it's like when I tell people that, and I'll say it to somebody randomly, like, yeah, I play Naruto. And they're like, I play it too. Oh, it's <laughs> like, okay, that's not what I meant. Like, I, didn't, not, I didn't, I didn't, I really I mean did. it that Have way. you, now that's a good question. Have you met your Japanese counterpart? No, we were supposed to in New York, but something happened. And so we virtually kind of met each other, but it wasn't live. Is it a man or a woman? It's a woman. It's a woman, okay. About my age. Yeah, okay. She's old Do you like think me. that women um, sort of voicing the, because I've seen that quite a lot. I know a lot of, like we have like E.G. Daly, Tara Strong, like some mm-hmm. of the greats. and um, But it's one of those things where, what do you think that the female register in a voice does to interpret sort of like this youthful boy voice? Like how, how does that work exactly? Well, I don't think it works with a lot of people. I do mostly boys' voices. Okay. And why do you But think I do do is? a lot of women too, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Especially when it's like I'm doing a role on, you know, original animation, which is 
pretty much what I do. Um, but I do play a lot of boys. I think it's just, you know, again, Tara and EG, they come from musical backgrounds. That's right. right. They're like yeah. rock stars. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so I didn't come from that, you know. Uh, but I don't know. I I think it's it's ability to change your pitch. Yeah. You okay. Know? While is, also having texture in your voice, well, too, Well, yeah, my voice just... I remember auditioning at Nickelodeon one time and they're like, can you, oh no, here's a better story. I was in Minneapolis and I hadn't done a lot of voiceover, but I was doing commercials there and stuff. And they called me in for this voiceover audition and the guy called me and he, he kept going, can you, I mean, it sound, I mean, are you sick? And I'm like, no, that's how I sound. Just like, how I, I sound. Yeah. how I sound. Yeah. I said, can you do it clearer? Can you do it higher? Can you, and it was kind of rude. And um, huh. he's like, oh. so I got back to my day job where I was a casting associate for commercial casting and I, I was like, oh, that was a really hard experience. Aww. So um, the agent, I had to call the agent because for another reason. And she, she's like, how'd it go? And I was like, not great. You know, it didn't go great. The guy, it was to be the voice of the Olympics in Atlanta. Okay. Oh, okay. And this little character named Izzy. Oh, I remember Izzy. And my friend got, my roommate at the time got the job. I remember Izzy, absolutely. Yeah. And so anyway, and she goes, yeah, did something happen? Because he called and he was, you know, I don't know if he was unhappy or whatever. I said, you know, I don't know. He just didn't like my voice and that's what I, I mean, I can pitch it. I can do accents, yeah. but that, he didn't like it. So it upset me. And so I won an Emmy and I <laughs> found his address. No. Yes, I did. Like five years later. Oh my God. And I got a postcard and I said, you know what? This voice won an Emmy. Yes. yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Because he upset I, me so badly. I always that ask, was motivation. Where, do you, where do you keep your Emmy? Uh, it's not. A, it's broken. But um, you broke your Emmy. Is there? I is it true? There's Emmy. chocolate inside. What? No. no, they're not chocolate. Damn. No, but it, I like. If I don't know, I have to ship it to New York. I'm like, whatever. It's just broken. It's the little ball thing came off. I think I brought okay. it to some classes, <laughs> show and tell. Thing came off of your Emmy. It's like, I love it. And I'm like, Ugh. where did you normally keep it? I keep. Well, it's in the TV room. Okay. When I watch the Emmys, it's right beside the TV. I like that. To remind myself. And you wanted. I Emmy actually a long time ago. Yeah, won and you an won an Emmy for. Jaker's The Adventures of Piggly Minks, which go. is a, I played an Irish pig, so I won an Emmy for playing oh, a pig. Oh, please, can I hear that voice? Uh, yeah. Uh, my name is uh, Piggly Winks. I live in the village of Tara with um, Fanny and who else? I don't know. <laughs> who else? Like, it was me, Lucy Taylor, Tara Strong, Charlie Adler. So no talent on the cast at Pam all. Adlon. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> now I do all of Pam, a lot, I, not all, I do a lot of Pam Adlon's Walla. Sure, that makes sense. Interesting. Because we both have the rasp. Yeah. Okay, guys. But this is my Pam Adlon impersonation. Miley, how do you say this in Irish? (laughs) That's actually pretty great. (laughs) One of my favorite Pam Adlon stories, we're sitting there, we're doing Thundercats. Oh, yeah. And we are probably eight episodes in with her, okay? And we've now, we're we're three quarters of the way through the season, and I'm, I'm writing some of the episodes. So I write her next episode. Oh, you do? Yeah. So I write her next episode and she leans over to me. She goes, Friedel. She never calls me by my full name. Friedel, are we cats? (laughs) (laughs) Again, eight episodes in. Yep. Yes, ma'am. We are cats. Okay. Thanks. (laughs) I'm like, what? The the show is called Thundercats. (laughs) It's called Thundercats. Friedel. She sounds amazing. Are we cats? She's, She's amazing. Amazing. And you know She's what? Hilarious. She sounds like we would get along because She's the hysterical. obvious obviously escapes yeah. her. And She's that would be good for me. Also <laughs> crazy talented yeah. uh, and very funny. Very but funny. The only thing going through my head with all the voices you're doing is me seeing you. Like one of the things to be a spy is you got to turn in other people. You yeah, could have been right. anybody. I could have. You could have been anybody. It was, well, I mean. You know, people think spies look like hotties. Like they look like you, right? They, they look like me. Like, Thanks. you know what I mean? It's like, Thanks, they're government Miley. workers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, but that makes like, sense. But in the, a movie, you'd be the spy. And I'd be like, um, here are your orders for Prague, you know? And then go back but to my actually, desk that, and like I, sip some coffee and be unhappy and talk about my cat. But that movie, that movie that came out with Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, the I spy. That, yeah, that but movie she is, is exactly literally that. started with her and she was, she's like You're helping talking. with the intelligence. And Sandra yeah. Bullock. Yeah. 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 I love that movie. That was a great movie. I'm the poor man's Melissa McCarthy. Wow. I, I when she got famous and popular, boom, I started working. 
Not, so that's a good thing then. That's oh, good. Yeah. And the more she works, the happier I am. Man, hey, she makes, so, she's funny. So then, have you done voice match work too? Is that another industry that's another part of the um, industry? Yeah, but... I did one for a German movie, actually. Oh. Did you really? Yeah, and I said, you kind know, awesome. I don't think I can do the vo And then they were asking me, it was really obscure. And um, I was like, I, I didn't say I could translate the movie. <laughs> like, you better get a German on the phone. Oh, like, um, that was for, I don't think we we're supposed to talk about it. I don't care. Um, <laughs> I love that. Wait, what was the movie? Oh, no, that was a different... Yeah, I did a voice match for The Road, and I came out, and uh, uh, what's his name? Gus Van Sant? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was in the next studio, and we looked up, and they're like, the vice presidential nominee is Sarah Palin. And we looked at each other and went, who is that? That's... Yeah, wow. <laughs> that was the, that day that I did all the voice Jeez. matching, all day. You and Gus Van Sant said, who he is didn't Sarah direct, He was just... We were just standing in the yeah. same Yeah, just place. happened to be hanging what out. What an interesting... Yeah, that like, is interesting. Who that you never know <laughs> you, who you're gonna meet at studios right i always tell people i hung out with brad pitt one day i didn't we stood next to each other and had a conversation <laughs> for like five minutes but i was like yeah i know brad pitt wait a second i didn't sure know I that oh yeah we were outside what were you we doing was, uh, we, were, uh, we were out at um where we were do where we did kim possible la la uh, studios la studios yeah you did it at la studios yeah oh, wow. and we're sitting yeah. out there and there's brad pitt and, and i was like hey how you doing he's like good what are you doing i was like oh, i do a show called kim possible i was like what are you doing he was doing that uh the one voiceover animated movie he did Oh yeah, uh, what was where it? He was like a pirate or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and uh, that was kind of the end of the conversation. He walked away. I was like, I'm basically best friends with Brad Pitt. Right now. <laughs> we're yeah, we're gonna hang I, out. He's gonna come chill out at my house for a while. I was best and... friends with Dennis Hopper for See? a minute. Isn't that the best thing yeah, about studios? Cool. You just you stand next to somebody and you're like, yeah, Mark Hamill. Yeah, he's my buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think who I've met. No, I've met. Um, yeah, I mean, with their LA studios was that's celebrity heavy. It's that really is. I mean, it's really Spinal Tap. It's yeah. like there's been everything's been done there. LA Studios. Okay, great. wait. Who'd you meet there? Oh well, uh, actually, I do have a really kind of funny story about that. So Tracy Ross was um, actually on Kim Possible. Okay. Mm -hmm. She's Diana Ross's daughter. Um, she's a wonderful actress. She yeah. was on a show called Girlfriends. Oh, I love okay. that show. Okay, so we were filming Kim Possible at the time, and it was towards the end of it, I think. And I was uh, just booked on Girlfriends in a part oh. that was like a celebrity trainer, and I was training her character. And I was immediately fired after I was hired, and uh -huh. basically, so I didn't know that I was fired until after I see oh. Tracy Ross in the lobby of Kim Possible, okay? Oh, okay. She was at LA Studios. Yes. To do Kim Possible. To do my show. She didn't know it was my show, but she had just fired oh. me. Oh, okay. okay. She had just fired me. And so I leave after I'm like super nice to her. I'm like, Tracy, it's so nice to me see you again. Oh yeah, I'll see you at work tomorrow. Oh. And she's like, uh, oh, what's no. happening? She just had this face. Oh, like she no. didn't know what was happening. And I didn't oh, really no. understand and register. And it turned out I had been fired earlier oh, wow. that day by her. By her. And she and was on my know. show. So that Yikes. is the crazy celebrity heavy wow. story I That's have. That's a good one. That's a good Thank one. you. You know I who would I'd love that? My best friend, Brad Pitt. He would have <laughs> loved that story. I'm going to text him later. because he, he thought that was really funny. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm this generation's Henny Youngman. Thank you very much. So let's very briefly, if we can, Doing because the we love to week. do this. Uh, exactly. Growing up, Yes. Were you, uh, we didn't even call them animated series at the time. Were you a cartoon fan? No, I was in Bangkok. We were very active. <laughs> it's so strange. <laughs> such a great thought. It's like, so did you watch cartoons? No, my father's just by. He ran the country. Um, we had no TV because we thought the waves would kill I mean, us because the Russians were. No, I, actually, I can't remember if we did have a TV. I really? should ask my siblings. Yeah. What would we have watched? Oh, I know. We did have a TV because. But there were never cartoons. We we turn on like channel whatever in Thailand four, and um, <laughs> I feel like you they, just made that. We up. had three shows. I did, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there's one channel that you could tune in. So to let's to either, one. But it channel wouldn't be one. one. Yeah. It would be, okay, one. Channel one. So it was either Canon, Barnaby Jones, or or SVU. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, it's been on that long. I mean, it's been on four years. <laughs> fifty years exactly. So it was Canon, Barnaby Jones, and Rockford Earth Files. Was, no. Um, McMillan and wife? Oh, maybe. maybe. Anyway, so we'd watch it. Like, it was like, you know, we it was one of those three. <laughs> it was one of those three shows. <laughs> and that's it. And, and then, and so you tune the radio on and turn the volume on the TV off so you could hear the English. So it never sunk. Like, the sync never matched. Wow. And then the show was like from 7.30, you know, like, maybe it was a weird time, but it was like 7.15 to maybe 8.15. So 
I know everybody is too young to remember this, but Barnaby Jones used to do this thing and it was like act one, act two, act yeah. three, act four. And yeah. kind of put it on a Chiron. Uh, yeah, a cue card. But at eight o'clock, because it was like some government station or something, the Thai national anthem would come on. So we'd be like, what happened? <laughs> What? They were what? just going to solve it. They were going to solve it. Like the last act. <laughs> to this day, you've never actually seen the end of a Barnaby, Barnaby Jones. Jones. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Literally every night. And oh, we'd be like, man. We'd be like, yeah, oh, this is good. What? <laughs> Did he do it? <laughs> My question is, how would you watch every night not knowing that at 8 o'clock you weren't going to find out who did it? I don't know. They didn't have any what? options. Kids yeah. will never know. Kids will never know no. No. how hard. I remember we never went to the – I think it I went was. to the movies once or twice. My dad, we were in Singapore on vacation. <laughs> my mom took my sisters shopping. My dad took us to the movies, and that was a big deal. And he took us to Cabaret, which was a little adult. Wow. We were like a couple seven and eight-year-olds. Oh. And my mother was like, you took them to what? <laughs> you do realize that he was just retrieving an envelope taped under one of the seats. Probably. That was there. Yeah, and he was probably. like, let's go to Cabaret at 7.03 and we're sitting in yeah. seat nine. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> I'm wearing a pink carnation. I'm wearing a pink and talking into my sleeve. I have two little Irish children with me. <laughs> so then when did you find animation? Did you get into animation ever? No. Never. <laughs> okay. Well, this is the best podcast ever. I love this. See you later. Oh my god. Really? Never. You're, are you a fan of animation? Sometimes. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I do like it. I'm not like you know. People are like you know. Blah blah blah. Like yeah. Like I didn't. Then I was in Germany in Nuremberg. We had a black and white TV. I was very active. Thailand. We rode horses all the time and swam really? and stuff. And in Germany, so we lived in. Oh, this sounds outrageous. Okay. We lived off the base, but across from a base that didn't have kids on it. So we had to take a bus. Anyway, we in. But our base was the Red Baron's commander's old house. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. So God, we have such similar backgrounds. <laughs> it's relatable. so strange Hashtag how relatable your life relatable. is to most, yeah. most kids growing up who end up voiceover actors. <laughs> so then Very the, similar. The only thing we would get would be um, uh, for TV... We'd come home and watch General Hospital and Family. Wow. Okay. And the, the news on AFN, American Forces Network. Yeah, sure. And um, Armed Forces Network. Armed Forces Network. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. How, do, how could I forget? AFRTS. <laughs> AFRTS. Which uh, you may have watched because you're. Did Boy Meets World was on, was on. Well, no, my dad was only stationed in, in Sicily for a little while. Oh, mm-hmm. we, he, the, how old it, were you then? Oh, no, I, I didn't go. Oh. No, no, no. He, he was, my, my father was in the reserves, but he was. Uh, adjunct professor at the War College in um, yeah. Rhode Island. Yeah. Uh, but he did most of his stuff in Groton, Connecticut at the sub base. So that's kind of uh, the base that oh, I would always base. go to all the time. Okay, yeah. Um, so you know that stuff. Not nearly to the extent that yeah. you did. My dad would say, hey, you know that you know that show Jag where he's running around jumping? That's what I do. And I'd be like, dad, I've seen your office. You sit there. You don't do anything. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, no, we did not. It was, I joke about the similar back. My father is it w- was in the military for 30 years in the reserves, but but no, uh, not, yeah. we didn't move at all. Okay. Um, so that kind of, but the Armed Forces Network, I know Boy Meets World was on the Armed Forces Network. So we, oh. Was, we would always get things from soldiers kind of like, hey, That's we cool. watch it on the Armed Forces. It's probably Netflix. after my time. Yeah. Well, and then in college, I didn't, you know, I didn't have money. We didn't have a TV. I didn't have wow. a TV. We'd go over to somebody's, on Thursday nights, we'd watch like Roseanne, Cheers, the whole lineup. And sure. So, you know, I didn't watch cartoons. Well, I didn't have a TV. But is that, so now if you didn't have a TV, what, what? How did drew you to the performing? entertainment yeah, industry? Like how I mean, did, did you... you know you wanted to be on camera or did you want to be on theater? I mean, because no, it, it didn't seem friends, like you grew up watching TV. I would do all these impersonations for the hall in college, like I do Tina Turner or something like that, just trying to sing like it. And, sure. You know, and I remember once very clearly when I was in Munich in the car, my sister was driving and and Casey Kasem was on and sure. some, you know, the countdown. And so I would try and sing like every artist. My sister's like, you're pretty good at that. Like, you're pretty good at that. And and I never thought about it again. And then, but when I was in college, these two girls down the hall were like, we saw a, a flyer for this comedy group. You're really funny. You should try out. I was oh, like, that was nah, nice I don't of know. them. And, like, and you'd yeah, never no. performed before then. You didn't, you uh, didn't. I played the Virgin Mary in second grade wow. at Rumerdy Catholic School in Bangkok, Thailand. So what? Oh, so many, so <laughs> many questions from that one Miley. sentence. Um, Miley Flanagan. So, but so that's the thing. Then you and then I did improv, and then the next. Theater role that I did was Bilbo Baggins at the Children's Theater. Wow. So Virgin the Mary. You got the lead right there. Bilbo Baggins. Well, 
You yeah. can say what you want about Bilbo's life, but they're probably pretty similar. <laughs> um, that's I'm, I'm just amazed. I'm just amazed that that is. I mean, because we, we we meet a lot of our our guests come on, and it's like, oh, I started, I started watching cartoons, or yeah, I right. like Eric My Bowser is yes. always talking ba- about that. Bowser will yeah. Bowser will be here tomorrow. Um, oh, will he? Yeah, uh, but that all that kind of stuff where it's just it's amazing. So you didn't you had a span until college where then you went, yeah, I guess I'll perform something. Yep. Wow. We didn't have theater or anything in our high school. Wow. I was in the corral, I guess. But um, What did yeah. it feel like to find sort of like an outlet for this type of, this side of your personality? Did it feel like really exciting? Was it was it something you I felt I think I just with? needed attention. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that, yeah. No, but that's, I mean, that's I mean, legitimate I, when it comes talk, to an actor. You know, I am the person that's like, uh, great grades, talks too much. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right, right. You know? A distraction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I was what, a good that's what I was. Kid, though, but, well, wow. sort of. Well, you're also raised by the world and a spy, which is pretty yeah. cool. Well, my parents weren't around. My my dad was gone. It was like he would literally like, it's like your father left. Like I would hear, here's how I know he would leave. I'd hear his pants and coins and the keys in his pants and the belt, and he'd be like jingle jingle jingle, and then he'd leave, and then be like, "Where's dad? Oh, he's gone." And then he'd be back in a month. Really, he'd be gone for that long. Really? Well, one wow. time he went away to. Th- for three months, and we left little notes in all his clothing. This isn't about animation at all. So. No, but it can't, no, but it's about you. It's about the voices in your head. That's the joy. Well, I think I listened to voices growing up, and I would try to impersonate it. Like I would, we had a maid when we were in Thailand. Get out my kitchen! You know, yeah. her name was Simone. She was part of the family, so I we'd make fun of her and do her voice, and, um, and then you know I do all my teachers, and, you know, stuff like that. So it almost feels like it was a way of also connecting with people too, right? Like get, in the yeah. imitation process. I just, like, I'm sorry. This I is keep, what I can do. Look at what I can do. I keep well, going back to the just you, the teacher side of you and the, the idea of telling students to just listen to everyone around you. It's yeah. such good advice. Just listen to the voices around you. It's, yeah, it's amazing. And I mean, there's no excuse for you if you're learning how to do voice, you know, be specifically a voice actor, which also I tell them, don't do that. Just be an actor. Yeah, exactly. Right? right. Yeah. Yep. And it bugs me when thing. people say, I want to be an anime voice actor. I'm like, no, no you want to be not a an thing. actor. Yeah, like, exactly. Um, you know, maybe you'll do anime. Um, maybe not. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, with the internet, there's no excuse. I remember when I was auditioning for Jakers, The Adventures of Pigly Winks, which was- Emmy award winning. Emmy award winning. And I uh, lost this... the Emmy the second time. Oh, no. But Eartha I... Kitt got it, so that's okay. That's I bet you cool. Eartha Kitt's is still in one piece. I lost my Emmy <laughs> to Henry Winkler. Really? Did yeah. you? That's a solid loss. See, I've never solid... even been considered for an Emmy. Really? No. I think once they wanted me to park the cars there, and that was the closest. But, but that we Will, I wouldn't have been nominated for an Emmy if it hadn't been for Will. Because what Will's did you get nominated for? For Kim Possible. You, you got nominated for an Emmy for Kim Possible? <laughs> How do you not know this? <laughs> I didn't know this at all. I didn't know <laughs> our show got. Didn't Nancy? We... Didn't Na- Nancy won? Nancy Cartwright got an Emmy. Didn't Good she? for her. I no, but I thought that was the only one on the show. I didn't know you got nominated for an Emmy. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, retroactively, congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. That's great. Do you have the certificate? I do. I do have the certificate. Did you frame yeah. it? It was framed and then they sent it to me framed. I, wow. Or maybe my mom got it framed. I don't remember. But wow. yeah, I have it framed. Wow. It's very nice. That is awesome. <laughs> well, listen, Henry Winkler deserved it. He was Clifford the Red Dog. And I was mm-hmm. like, eh, you know, Based on a it's a kid's movie. What? Based on a Vishla. That's the rumor. I'm sorry, my last dog was a Vishla, and the Clifford the Big Red Dog is based on a Vishla. It's a type of dog. Oh, a Vishla. Yeah, oh, a Vishla. I thought you were talking Namaste. No, 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 <laughs> I no idea what you're talking German. I thought he was speaking German no. again. Uh, Hungarian. Do that Vishla pose. Is Hungarian. Okay. Hungarian Vishla, yes. A Vishla. Yes, Big Red Dog. Anyway. Do they come in like a red? Yeah, they are. No, that's what it. they call it. No, I'm not, not no, doing jokes. No, but are not red, though. No, they are. They're like a reddish brown. Oh, okay. God. They oh, are. Okay. They are. They're, they're considered red-coated dogs. I need that's to why. Google this. Yeah. You, no, that's no joke. Saying. See what happens when you think you call and me gullible all the time? No, it's so great. Then she when you finally know. tell me there's red dogs out there, I'm not going to believe there you. There is. I swear. Sure. Swear. No, I, don't, really. I don't trust him. <laughs> okay, good. I, I, I I'm, I'm just going to side with her. It's She's true. a spy and she knows if you're she lying does. or not. No, we'll, we'll Google and I'll show you afterwards. <laughs> it's not like all the stuff I tell you about the giraffe meat, how that really helps your brain. You That I told that you. Giraffe know. meat? Yeah. I'm going to fail upwards with this guy. I'm going to learn <laughs> okay. how to deal. It is That's what I'm so gonna do. <laughs> much fun. It's a great <laughs> partnership. I love it, isn't well, it? Well, thank you. All right, we have something fun we want to oh, do. Oh, yay, we're here. It's Are we here time. at this point now on the podcast? I think we're here at fun time. All right. Oh, you're going to love this. You're okay. going to love this. I mean, I hope okay. you love this. It is Twister, but we're all covered in jam. 
No. Okay. <laughs> kind of sounds so, fun. So uh, while we are not fully up and running oh, yet, man. we will be uh, for, you know, in the next month or two. So what will eventually be happening on our show, which we'd like to talk about, is we will have a screen here and kids from all around the world are oh. going to be able to come in and show some drawings that they've done and have some of the best voiceover actors in the world put a voice to the character. Okay, cool. Created. Yeah. So. Since we couldn't do that yet, we went to Christy, uh, at her her fan. Mm -hmm. social, social media. media. Uh -huh. He's a good guy. I'm kidding. She's got lots of fans on social I'm media. I'm sure. That she has um, almost dozens. Every day. Just a couple more. Billions of people love her. And Billions. we've got some pictures sent in from people, mm -hmm. uh, I think mostly in this country to start with, but we will blanket the world eventually because we need to get to all the people you grew up with around Bangkok and everywhere else. Sure, yeah. That would be um, amazing. My best friend Brad Pitt's kids are going to send some in eventually. Uh -huh. Yes, and and obviously Tracy Ross and is, Tracy is in Ross. there too. And my friend Jim Carrey. And your friend Jim Carrey. There you go. <laughs> that I did two movies with and he gave me a black men's large bathrobe both times. Both times wait, we got the same gift? Wait, yes. what? And it's both a black... Okay, I'm putting these down. We're going to tell this story real quick. I'd like to ask this one quick question. Huh? What? <laughs> what? 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 What is? So you did two movies with Jim Carrey. Jim yeah, Carrey, the, the artist. The number thirty-two. What? Is, oh, the number thirty-three yeah. or thirty-two, whatever yeah. it was. Okay. Oh, somebody look it up. And then I did Yes Man with him. Okay. Sure. So two of his bigger films. Well, the one. Wasn't. No, I'm kidding. There's an, oh, yeah. uh, Yes Man. Was yes big. Man was big. That Yes Man was yeah. the one. Yeah. And just to recap everybody's memory, he has to say yes. To he has him. to say yes to everything, which yeah. changes his that's life. That's not liar or liar, though. Hold on a second. That's not liar or liar. No, Good that's point. Two one. totally different movies. Exactly. He's got to tell the truth yeah. in one and say yes to the yeah. other. Okay. Who were you in in Yes Man? I <laughs> was. I uh, I did. I was in the bank. Okay. And uh, I was a cake maker. Okay, that's and right. So I had to. Bring him a cake, and I then I was that. in. But Jim Carrey did his own stunt without telling anybody, and he had a double axe guitar, and he jumped off the stage. So I was supposed to do like five weeks, but he hurt his back. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so then I was like, really? So then I had to come back and like pick it up later on, and the part got smaller. But I, and he gave. I you, was in the bank. He gave you a gift so both a, times. Yeah, the swag that we got, I got from him. I, I should have saved the cards, I guess, but um, it was, was like an adult large men's, extra large men's <laughs> black bathroom with the name of the film on it. I was like, thank you. And also the second time I met him, like I, he was like, so nice to meet you. I'm like, yes. Again, this is our ninth film. He meets film. everybody. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, exactly, I, don't, yeah. I don't, I have a lot of famous friends and I see how that happens. Yeah, 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 sure, sure. Also, he's just thinking of his film and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. No, no offense there. But what I want to know is the robe that you got the first, and was it the name of the the right movie, or was it the name of the last it was some, movie? It was some different movie that he wasn't in. <laughs> it was Liar Liar. Yeah, seriously. It was. It, yeah, exactly. No, it was the name of the film I was Ace Ventura 2. Yeah. I wasn't in this. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> All right, so I had, to, I'm sorry, I had to hear that story. We are going to let you pick two. Okay. Because we're going random. Okay. And okay. then uh, the name... I believe the name of the artist will be at the top. Name and age of the artist will be at the top. Okay. And we're going to see if uh, we're going to describe them and then see what kind of voices you would put. Okay. So I just take two? Take two and voice them in the morning. No. Sorry. It's all right. Svi. Okay. I'm Svi. Can I look at him now? Yeah. Oh, wow. This Let's see what we got. Okay. What do we have? So what's our first one there? Is. Looks like a... Is it a tree? On the it's top a tree, of it, I, I say the name. Treeman. Gale. Gale. 69 years old. 16. Oh. oh, okay. So we've got it. Wow, we've got... Okay, great. Does Do, do they have a backstory? Does Pat the tree have a backstory? Cape. It's my mom's drawing. <gasps> she wanted to make a Bigfoot tree man character. She does paintings through Bob Ross videos. Oh, wow. So she... Wow. Gail. Yeah. So, so this first okay. one is our producer, Elizabeth's mom, Gail, and who has made... Hat, hair, and cape. Who has made a tree man. Yes. So his voice? How would you, Miley, Okay. Uh, that? That's put in front of you for an audition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, he's, But we know he's 69 years old, right? Or who said we that? can say he's 69. Gail is 69. But we can say he's 69. He's 69. Okay. okay. All right. So, but I think his name is... I'm, I'm Gail. Gail. Ich bin Gail. I'm a Gail. I live in uh, uh, Lachenswald, the forest. I live in a black forest. 
What I do is I see the children. They think I am evil. But what I do is I take the children and I make them princes and princesses. I appoint them to different tasks. They have to go do it. They come back to me and I give them bags of gold. They cannot tell anybody where they get the bags of gold. But they have to give the bag of gold to somebody who really needs it. Dang. Wow. <laughs> so not only is the voice <laughs> awesome, but he's so nice. <laughs> I got to say, that that was really impressive. Uh, by the way, uh, we own all of the IP for everything sent to the show. Tree Man, We are now the making musical, Tree Man the series. Coming out. We well, own you it can all. be in the musical because I can't <laughs> sing like that. <laughs> uh, okay, so that, well, well I would oh God, argue cool home run that? right there. How home cool run number one. And now we've got uh, a fish. Fish. Aww. Of sorts. Who is this one from? Okay, this is Aubrey. 12 years old. It's her fish. Aubrey's fish. Hello. 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 Is anybody home? I am named Priscilla. I am of no age, but I live forever. I have an incredible sense of taste. I can taste anything. Even if it's four feet away, I can say it tastes like coconuts. Oh <laughs> Other than the construction and the and the calls. <laughs> Those are pretty great, though. Those are two incredible voices. I don't even know how you got that voice out of your body. That's so cool. How did you do that? Underwater. So cool. You're making a little young. I gotta be a little innocent because I'm always down in the ocean. Wow, man. I loved it. Thank you. Okay, so what's the. I come into your class. I sit down. I say, I want to be a, a, an actor. I'm not going to say voice actor. I want to be an actor. What's the first piece of advice you give me? Uh, take improv. Take ah, improv classes. Great, great, yeah. great, great, great. Because you'll okay. learn how to do multiple characters quickly, accents, different ages. Great uh, idea. Yeah. And take theater. And. Also, volunteer at a theater because theaters always need volunteers. I love that. That's you know? true. They and, really do. Right? And then, yeah. And I always say, when I was a casting associate as my day job, I learned as much from the really bad actors as I did from the really good actors. Oh, that makes sense. Like, sometimes you're like, okay, don't do that. You know? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and immediately after I started doing that, I, I moved to LA and I banged it out of the park with on-camera commercials. Right. Because um, I'd been watching them for like four years. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, very quickly, though, I want to recap two things that we learned today. Well, other than the fact that being the the, the, the daughter of a spy is really, really cool. Very cool. And, which led you to learn the world all the way around. Two amazing pieces of advice for everybody out there listening right now. Uh, first of all, listen to everybody around you, which I think is one of the... Uh, when you think about it, it's such a simple thing, but something that maybe nobody's really articulated the right way, especially yeah. for somebody who wants to, to get into the the acting world, but voice acting specifically. Yeah, specifically, yeah. Yeah, listen to everyone around you. That's yeah. Great, that's great. It is, it's great. And number two, take improv. Yeah. Two great pieces of advice. Yeah, that's what I that's what I always tell people. Where can we find you? Uh, are, are, I'm on Twitter. Okay. Okay. Um, people keep taking my name, so sometimes I mix them up. Twitter, it's Miley Flanagan. M-A-I-L-E-F-L-A-N-A-G-A-N. And then... Insta, it's the real Miley Flanagan. Mm -hmm. And then TikTok, I haven't been on in a while, so I don't know. I can't remember what it is. But, but you're on TikTok, but you're on TikTok as well. Too. Yeah. Officially. TikTok but there are a bunch yeah. of people that say that they're me, but at yeah, least those two fun. are good. So. And then are you, and you're at cons, so people can see you pop yeah, up Yeah, I'll be in places. Savannah this weekend. Okay. Nice. Um, For Super Bowl weekend. Oh, not to, I, not to I tell know. exactly when we're we're recording this. this but oh, yeah. I'll be in Savannah this weekend, and then I'm going to be at RocketCon in San Diego. And then the other conventions I have coming up are Minneapolis, okay. which we talked about before yep. we were rolling. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, you I think to, uh, Do you have people still back there that you know from yeah, when you're back there? Yeah, my wife's from there. So, oh, cool. And then I have a lot of friends back there. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. That'll be fun. Cool. That's cool. Um, cold, but fun. And then I'm doing something in Las Vegas. I'm doing, oh, over my birthday weekend, I'm in... Uh, 
Orlando. Okay. Whatever that is, May 19th, 20th weekend. What else am I doing? Oh, gosh, I don't know. San Francisco at the end of the year. Oh, Hawaii. Kawaii Con. So, God, you're, yeah. uh, so, so strange. You're going home three different times. <laughs> Yeah. Essentially, because I just got to go to Bangkok. And and yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Bangkok. You know, Fan Expo Bangkok, which I'm sure, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure will happen eventually. Probably. Well, thank yeah. you so much thank for you joining us today. This is a pleasure, man. This is really oh, cool. Thank you. It's yeah, so we laughed fun. a lot today. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, this is really cool. And Naruto, we can watch you all the time on. I'm sure um, it's streaming. And well, going it's on. Forever. It's on at like three in the morning on Saturday okay. nights here in LA on on, on a tsunami, but. Uh, I think it's still on Crunchyroll. It's okay. on Hulu, I think. Okay. Still. And you got the spinoff. And the spin uh, spinoff is Boruto, Naruto Next Generations. And that's you're already in episode eight thousand of the spinoff. Yeah, I'm like one ninety. I did yesterday, Jeez. and they, I don't think I'm doing it again next week. A couple times. I'm not in that as much because I'm not the lead, but right, right. you know, I'm in it. So I keep thinking there's going to be like Floruto. Boruto, Naruto, next generation. <laughs> That'll work. Yeah. That'll work. Hey, as long as it keeps going, right? Yeah, just exactly. Keep writing, just well, yeah. keep working. One of the best anime uh, shows ever and, and helped to have anime boom recently. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to watch it. I would like, do you think I could show my, my kids it? How old are they? Five. No. No, okay. We'll wait on that. We'll wait on <laughs> Instantly that. Instantly asked and no, answered. It's okay. It's not, it's fine. <laughs> Five. No. I appreciate that. I'm oh, not, but you know what they can watch? I'm what? on a show that I love. And, and it hasn't gotten a lot of press, but it's really cute. It's Harriet the Spy. Oh, yes, oh, that's okay. right. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, perfect. And that's on um, Apple Plus, I think. Okay, cool. Um, and it's, it's su- that was one of my favorite books as a kid. Yeah. Yes, I and loved the books and yeah, movie. I play, whatever, I play a bunch of different parts on it. Not Harriet or anything, but um, that's like Beanie Feldstein, I think, and Jane Lynch is in it. And I play like the boy with the purple socks and whatever a bunch of other characters yeah and uh but it is so cute when they sent me for christmas they sent me a hoodie you know how we get black but i literally took the hoodie out and it was red and it said harriet the spy and i started crying oh i don't think i've ever gotten a swag gift where i actually started crying well again it's part of your childhood because yeah. you didn't have a TV. Or, TV again, right. unless somebody sends you Barney uh, or, <laughs> yeah. you know, one of the shows that you watch growing up, something yeah. like that, you know, yeah. the Rockford Files or something like, like that, it would be interesting. Yeah. So. And that's super cute for it's little kids could watch it. We will watch it. And the music is, the art is great. It, the, it's, it's great. We will listen for you and you will just be popping up everywhere nonstop, And watching you because so. you're in everything and on everything. And so also SVU, can't wait till you end I, up being on that. And I know. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to start stalking the. Well, Miley, can we start? Producer. I'll start with you. I'll go. I'll go halvesies. We'll start SVU Con. Oh, are you kidding me? We'll do SVU Con. I'm so right in. away. It'll be awesome. Uh, I know the first guest genius. we can get. Who's the first guest? It's uh, Mike Doyle. He's I know him, and he played the. Um, he's been killed in like every New York TV show. <laughs> he actually, the New York That's Times did a feature on it. Kind of awesome. Yeah, but he he was uh, for a while. He was you know not the woman Leslie Hendricks is like. Well, you got a piece of stomach right here. I can see they had liver. <laughs> He had. He was one of the forensics kind of guys. On I love show. those guys. Well, that's all right. Great. So SVUCon is going to be next. Yeah. Genius. I love it. Zvukon. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Verbo. Zvukon. Zvukon. I love it. Ashamati. Namaste. <laughs> and on that note, thank you, Miley, for joining us. Thank you, guys. And for everybody, asking. go check out everything she does because it is ridiculous and awesome and a ton of fun. Bye. I Hear Voices is hosted by Will Friedle and Christy Carlson Romano. Produced by Elizabeth Joy Windham and executive produced by Brendan Rooney and Will Friedle. Our sound engineer and editor is Elizabeth Joy Windham. And our video editor is Eduardo Gamba. And that was my announcer voice. Some side effects of listening to I Hear Voices are sore abs from hilarity, falling down the cocoa melon rabbit hole, sneezing due to mass nostalgia, and hugs. Follow I Hear Voices wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of the amazing voices. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at I Hear Voices Podcast. To see the video stream, subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can also check us out on MySpace, Omegle, Vine, LimeWire, AAM, and Napster. Okay, Will, let's teach you about the internet. The what? (laughs) 